live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. Welcome, everybody. You are continued to be locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. That stands for Live from America. And I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of this show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. And we're broadcasting, as always, from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. These beautiful white granite mountains up here. And I got my boy, producer Eli, with me. And as usual, we are about to... Kill it with content, baby, and give you the real news. The most trusted network in the game. I mean, it has to be, right? The most trusted network in the game. I know that Kevin58 from Washington State, and he didn't even mean to rhyme that. He likes it. He thinks it's the number one news source. Bobby Driver says, you know what? This is true. Scotty17, he said, it's so true. I had to come back to the LFA family. And watch live. Darlene from Michigan knows that if you're going to get truth in the great state of Michigan, it's got to come from LFA TV. Bad Moon, J.K. Alba, Log23. You know who that is? That's Logan, ladies and gentlemen. Logan is in the building. How you doing, man? It's good to have you here. Who else we've got? Uh, Roxanne, good to see you. Thank you for being here. And thank you for always offering your home down in Florida to me and my family. How about Majorva in the building? And one more. Let's give it to Garko in the building tonight, folks. Joy Behar is crushing hard on Joe Biden. Yeah, I learned a lot about cockroaches. I learned a lot about ants. Joy Behar's my girlfriend. I just, I, I don't want to sniff her because she's too old. Well, yo, she's too old. You son of, I just want to marry. Joy Behar. Joy Behar's crushing hard on Joe Biden. Why? What would ever make Joy Behar, the clucking hen from The View, crush so hard on Joe Biden? Well, we've got the answer. Not that anybody cares, but it's so stupid. It actually ties into what we talked about just the other day. Roll it. I, I don't know. I think I it was just someone being angry make you turn on. Yeah. I'm just turned on by Biden's anger. I am too. I like it. You like it? I do. Well, you have said that before. I like that. I mean, he's such a mild-mannered, sweet guy. But you know he's not. We've heard. Listen, he has dropped more f-bombs than Uncle, I have. Uncle Joe, over the, Uncle Joe know, over the years. Uncle Joe has done years. that. I mean, over the years, we've heard him off mic say stuff. I mean, he is a he's a regular guy. I don't know what she's talking about. Well, like, doesn't, she doesn't like this. She doesn't I like don't that. Think that it's whooping that it's like anger management, and he needs anger management. He uh-huh. just blows off steam. It's white male privilege. It's called. You know, <laughs> imagine if it's a woman or a black guy doing that. Well, Not a woman. What? A woman. Last night, putting my kids to bed, I was screaming so much. I, I turned to my husband. And I said, "My heart rate is like I'm racing," and he's like, "Well, maybe it was the yelling." And I wake up to this headline of him getting mad, and I'm like, imagine waking up being President Biden. You're too old still. The economy sucks. The border's open. Yep. Like, your son's a mess. What about that grandchild yep. you don't claim? He, yep. he, he broke royal protocol with yep. King Charlie. Every way he turns, he does something wrong. He yep. is allowed to get mad. I do it. Three small kids who do Everywhere he turns, he does something wrong because he's an incompetent, illegitimate, lying, scumbag, corrupt, plagiarizing piece of Adam Schiff. That is why. That is why every time he turns around, he does something wrong. He's not a boss. He doesn't command a room. He doesn't even command his own britches, ladies and gentlemen. He's sharding every five seconds. And by the way, Geraldo, the man-woman, joins them tomorrow. So that ought to be fun. 
Why are you giving those witches airtime? Because it's my show. Ding. Wait, do we? Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a. That was kind of a. Because uh, <laughs> it's my show. <laughs> Wait, where's that thing? Don't I have it? There it is. <laughs> anyway, Mika Brzezinski from Morning Mika and Joe on MSDNC. She says she's sick and tired of everybody laughing and making fun of Joe. It's not Joe's fault. It's his staffer's fault. So then she goes on to shame Joe Biden's staffers for him tripping upstairs and falling off bikes and everything else. Also managed to schedule very carefully. Yeah, I think his staff needs to own his age. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they do a good job uh, helping out the president. And I'm not talking about it like I'm just saying if you are managing a president's schedule, and you are managing a president getting on stage and getting off stage and doing getting on planes and getting off plane. And yes, he's 80. You need to be there for him and you need to make a pathway. And you sure as hell better make sure he doesn't fall on a sandbag. And I blame the staff for that. I mean, these are the things that are going to hurt him. These are things that are going to be played on a loop. Okay, let him do his job, let him do his speeches, let him work on policy, let him do his connections in Congress, unlike any president that we've seen, uh, I I don't know, since Clinton. But my God, make sure, you know, your Secret Service, you're his staff, that you were there and you're telling him what's next. And it's not because don't don't take this as, oh, he can't even get from one place to another. When you're busy and you're on stage and we've been on stage, I've done speeches and I'm so nervous. I'm doing the speech. I'm trying to get it right. And when it's done, I don't know which way to go. And I'm looking for direction. So do a better job. Because you can't have these video images of the president tripping or the president <laughs> well, like, going trip. the wrong way. It's not going to work in this presidency because no. his age is going to be a factor. His age is going to be a factor. And it's your job to make sure he gets from one place to another. He can handle the presidency. You have to handle his schedule and where he goes. Well, and, and, and the schedule. It makes me mad. The scheduling, I mean, the scheduling is so important. You have with every president, you have different strengths, you have different weaknesses. If, if, if. I do feel like. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is your job to make sure that he gets from point A to point B. How dare you let him fall over things? How dare you let him fall off bikes? What is wrong with you people? It is your job. We can't have these images of a president falling downstairs and tripping over sandbags. Mika, for once, you and I agree. We can't have that because it makes our country at risk. It puts our country at risk to look so darn weak. So I think what we need to do is we need to pray for these people. We need to pray for these people. Because God tells us to pray for our enemies. So we're going to do that. But let's go right now into our Jesus Calling morning and evening book, shall we? July 12th, year of our Lord, 2023. I called you to myself in the most personal way. Reaching down into the circumstances of your life speaking into the intricacies of your heart and your mind. Although I have vast number of followers. Well, I think, I think God has more followers than anybody on the planet of earth, right? He says, although I have vast numbers of followers, you are not a number to me. You're not. I always speak to you by name. In fact, you are so precious to me says God, that I have inscribed you on the palms of my own hands. Isaiah 43.1. Now, we read from Isaiah this morning for the morning newsletter. The Lord who created you, O Israel, says, Don't be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. So if you belong to God, I guess Satan has no rights over anything. And how about Isaiah 49, 16 that says, See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. 
Your walls are continually before me. Now, I find those verses very interesting. By the way, those aren't the only verses where God says that he has you on the palm of his hands. And what did Thomas need to see from Jesus to help him believe that Jesus was Jesus? The holes in his hands. He needed to put his finger in the holes of his hands. And God says that's where he has you. So it's, I just think that that's very, very, very interesting. Uh, and before you turn out the light tonight, LFA family, tell yourself the truth. I have called you personally. I know you by name. You are my beloved. What other validation do you need? You don't need validation from Jeremy Harrell. You don't need validation from your husband or your wife or your children or your boss You don't need validation from a resident, a president. The only validation you need is from Almighty God, and he gives it to you right there. You are my beloved. You are mine. I have called you to my own. Truly wonderful. Folks, let's go to the Lord in prayer. In Jesus' name, please bow your head. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And I got to tell you last night, folks, um, uh, Drew, Drew Hernandez, Ah, man, he had a fire show last night. He barely even got into the news because the Lord was was putting it on his heart to speak and to preach and to talk about the gospel and to and to uh, and and to push back on the the earthly, worldly, disgusting things coming from the LGBTQ and trans community. All these people. It was really, really amazing. I love you, too, Logan. Love you, too, brother. You got to go back and watch Drew Hernandez's show last night. And if you don't have time, make sure that you make it tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific. And do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, we also have something beautiful coming up. We have the TPUSA Action Conference in Florida coming up. We will be on location. We will be running this. It is a TPUSA Action event. It'll be Heather Mullins, myself, Mike Crispy, Will Johnson, Anna Perez, and Kevin Smith. We'll be giving you coverage down there and the Trump speech as well. So for all other places, don't go to anywhere else to watch the TPUSA or the Trump speech this weekend. Watch it right here on LFA TV. Uh, Jeremy, why doesn't Ava Chen have a daily LFA show? Because she is too busy. Otherwise, I would welcome that in a heartbeat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, lift up your cups. I'm going to be lifting up my field of greens, and let's have our first slurp. Here we go. We're going to need that field of greens energy tonight. All right? First and foremost section, did anybody get a chance, and I don't know if you did because you were probably watching LFA TV all day, did anybody get a chance to watch the absolute roasting of Christopher Ray, the hammer coming down on Christopher Ray? Now, I know there's going to be a portion of people out there that go, so what? Nobody cares. Uh, I do, though. I think it's great. I think it's great to bring these people in front of the in front of Congress and put them under oath because you want to know something that they can never run away from. They can never run away from perjury and lying under oath. That may not come tomorrow. It may not come next year, but it can come and it will come. Anything that can happen will happen. I believe that might be one of our laws of physics in this beautiful life that we live on this wonderful planet called Earth. So I want to go, if you will allow me to, I would like to play five straight minutes, if you can, if you allow me, five straight minutes of Matt Gates tearing Christopher Ray a new you-know-what. I think it's, I think it's uh, necessary for you to see it, and he wasn't the only one. Everybody wanted to take a turn today, and I think they did. The Let's FBI, roll it. Whether or not they are buying information about our fellow Americans And the answer is, well, we'll just have to get back to you on that. Sounds really complicated. But I have other questions. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain 
that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has no Hold interest on. in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. But let's go from the uncurious to the downright nosy. How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the inspector general? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, actually, that's a, a correct characterization of the inspector general's uh, oh, well, findings on well, that. The internet will remind you of I, that in moments. But, but let, let's now go to uh, what the, the court said. The court said it was over 200,000 that have occurred on your watch. Would, would, do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment? Again, I don't have the numbers I sit here right now. What I can Seems like you, a number you should know. How many times the FBI's breaking the law under your watch, especially if it's like over a million to not know that number. And I'm worried about your veracity on the subject as well. Play, this, play the video. Letters for investigation the of the Capitol. I don't believe FISA is remotely implicated in our investigation. Are you, you so, so there, Senator Lee's asking you whether or not FISA was in any way involved in your January 6th investigation, and you say no. It, was that truthful? I said that I did not believe it was. Okay, so now let's pull up what the court said, which was something a little different than what you said. So, so here, nope, that's not the right one. Yeah, here we go, right there. It says, the government has reported additional significant violations of the querying standard, including several relating to the January 6, 2021 breach of the Capitol. So I guess the question, Director Ray, is did, did you not know when you were answering these questions that the FBI was engaging in these illegal searches, or did you perjure yourself to Senator Lee? I certainly didn't perjure myself. At the time that I testified in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, I didn't have that piece of information. I will well, add... Well, that was a court order. You didn't have that piece of information because the court hadn't yet rendered a judgment. Did you not know when you gave the untruthful answer before Senator Lee that this was going on? It was, a, it was a truthful answer. I did not believe FISA had been involved in the January 6th But it was. So you didn't... The answer is the FBI has broken so bad that people can go and engage in queries that when you come before the Congress to answer questions, you're like blissfully ignorant. You're blissfully ignorant as to the unlawful queries. You're blissfully ignorant as to the Biden shakedown regime. And it just seems like it gets into a kind of a creepy place as well. Go to our, our next image on what the court said. Like, just so the American people realize, the, the court has smacked you down, alleging or ruling FBI personnel apparently conducted queries for improper personal reasons. People were looking themselves up. They were looking their ex-lovers up. Who has been held accountable or fired as a consequence of the FBI using the FISA process as their, like, creepy personal snoop machine? There have been instances in which individuals uh, have had disciplinary action uh, and are no longer with it. I, I can't get into it here, but we can follow back up but with don't you. But yeah. don't you see that that's kind of the thing, Director Ray, that you preside over the FBI that has the lowest level of trust in the FBI's history? People trusted the FBI more when J. Edgar Hoover was running the place than when you are. And the reason is because you don't give straight answers. You give answers that, that later a court deems aren't true. And then at the end of the day, you won't criticize an obvious shakedown when it's directly in front of us. And it appears as though you're whitewashing the conduct of corrupt people. Respectfully, Congressman, in your home state of Florida, the number of people applying to come work for us and devote their lives working for us is over up over 100%. We're deeply proud of them. and they. We're deeply proud of them, and they 
And then he goes on to say, he pretty much wraps it up right after that because that was his five minutes. But then, ladies and gentlemen, Andy Biggs from Arizona. And I love the fact that he, that he put into record the WhatsApp message, right? That's one thing that you got to understand is that, like, I know these things are like blah, 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 blah. But in order to get things into congressional record and in order to, things, to have things on record, under oath, you have to do these things. I mean, we don't live in a monarchy system. We don't have a king. We can't grab people by the throats and yank them out. Whatever it is, whatever it is, this stuff has to happen first. And Matt Gates is like a master. I mean, he's a lawyer, but he's the master of getting things on record in congressional record. That is huge. That We need that. So big shout out to him. So Andy Biggs came on and Andy Biggs wanted to talk about January 6th. Andy Biggs from Arizona wanted to talk about uh, the Fed boys being placed all around the Capitol on January 6th. And in this video, you're going to see Chris, uh, Christopher Ray, Director Ray, basically deny that he does not believe that FBI agents were basically throughout the crowd and in the chart, they were, they were not there. He says, I don't believe so. But this has already been debunked. We already have proof of this. Like many, many times over. We have names. We have video. We know who these people are. They were unmasked. And a lot of them are those fed boys you see walking around with their stupid sunglasses and masks on, holding their hands up like this, the Patriot front or whatever. Who's Ray Epps? <laughs> Andy Biggs? Roll it. Things here, and and I, please don't don't distract here because we're focusing on the, those who were there in an undercover capacity on January sixth. How many were there? Uh, again, I, I'm not sure that I can give you that number as I sit here. I'm not sure there were undercover agents uh, on scene. Oh, nice wordplay. I find that kind of a remarkable statement, Director. At this point, you don't know whether there were un undercover federal agents, FBI agents in the crowd or in the Capitol on January 6th? I, I say that because I want to be very careful. There have been a number yeah, of court filings related to some of these topics, and I want to make sure that I stick within what's in... Yeah, I, I understand you want to make that. sure you don't lie. I, I just... I thought I heard you say you didn't know whether there were FBI agents or informants or human sources in the Capitol or in the in vicinity on January 6th. Did I misunderstand you? I thought that's what you said. I, well, I referred very specifically to undercover agents. Yeah. And so <laughs> are you acknowledging then there were undercover agents? I, I, as I sit here right now, I do not believe there were undercover agents uh, on scene. So I see somebody say, uh, huge mistake, President Trump hiring Christopher Wray. It's really hard to tell, isn't it? It's almost like President Trump is a time traveler or something. And he, like, he knew the people that had to be in place when all of this Adam Schiff got exposed. And I say that to say the S word. <laughs> he knew that certain people had to be in place so they could be exposed. And it seems like every time he was right. He, and, and, and it seems like when he said, the people that are going to be exposed are going to be exposed. You're going to be begging for me back. And when I come back, I'm going to make sure that every single person that was exposed, that exposed themselves, that we figured out over the last few years, we're going we're gonna to completely splinter these deep state agencies into so many pieces you'll never, ever, ever see a remnant or a trace left. And I, I do believe that in some capacity that it was a mistake for Donald Trump to put Bill Barr in there, Jeff Sessions in there. Christopher Ray in there, and many, many other people, Tony Fauci around him. But I also believe that Donald Trump, his first time around, not being a Washington insider, listening to people around him who he thought he could trust. Let's face it, Donald Trump wasn't a, uh, a Washington insider. Donald Trump didn't know the ins and outs of everybody that was in there. So I would say it's 50-50. I'd say some of it is his fault for not doing more due diligence, but the guy's trying to run the country, and there's so many things going on. So, I mean, I mean, ultimately, the buck stops with him. Yes, he put him in there. Question is why. Question is why. So now, next up is another um, Republican who wanted to talk about January 6th, but this time the pipe bomber. Now, I am not fond of Representative Thomas Mask, uh, Massey at all. I think he's a rhino. I think he's a Ukraine-loving loser. However, if somebody questions the FBI agent on January 6th and pipe bombers, I'm interested, so roll it. I thank the chairman, Bob. Director Ray, in light of information provided to us about 
the FBI's investigation of the January 6th pipe bombs. In an interview with Assistant Director Stephen Duantuano, Chairman Jordan and I sent you a letter a month ago. Some of the information that we found in that interview was that phone data that could have helped to identify the pipe bomber was corrupted, was unusable. Uh, he also wasn't sure who found or how the second bomb was found at the DNC. Do you know how the second bomb was found at the DNC? And, and when do you plan on answering our letter? Well, as to the letter, I, I will uh, work with the department to make sure we can figure out what information we can provide. As you know, this is a very active, ongoing investigation, and there are some restrictions on that, but we yes, will Yes, we can handle classified information, it's, and we fund your department, and so you need to provide uh, that. I, it's not, respectfully, it's not an issue of classification. It's an issue of commenting on ongoing criminal investigations, oh, which yeah, is something is. that by longstanding department policy we are restricted in doing. And in fact, the last administration actually strengthened those policies partly that's because- That's not our policy though, and we fund you. So let's move that's on. Right. Could, do you know how the second right, pipe bomb, do you, can you tell us how the second pipe bomb was found at the DNC? I, again, I'm not gonna get into that here. 900 days ago is when this happened. And you said you had total confidence we'd apprehend the subject. We've found video that looks like somebody, a passerby, miraculously found this pipe bomb at the DNC and then notified the police. Miraculously, I say, because it was at specifically the same, the precise time to cause the maximum distraction from the events going on at the Capitol. Can you show this video that we have, please? I'd like to know if the director has seen this. This is somebody with a, with a mask on, wearing a hat. They're walking in front of the DNC, which is out of the view on the right-hand side. You'll see him come into view. He goes to one police car. He goes to another police car. He's holding a backpack. He's got a mask on. He's talking to the police. And within a minute, they start scrambling. You'll see the camera turn to the pipe bomb, the location of the pipe bomb. By the way, that's, a, I believe, the Metro police are now getting out of their car, and that's... Uh, Vice President-elect detail in the black SUV, I believe, parked about 30 feet from the pipe bomb, eating lunch. Okay, now we go over to the location of the pipe bomb. The cameras are scrambling. It, it appears to me that that's not a coincidence, that the person with the backpack who walked by that bench and then went up to the police uh, and the detail didn't... It, didn't do that accidentally. They had a purpose in mind, and that what transpired after that was the result of information that person gave to them. If that person found the pipe bomb, would they be a suspect? Well, again, I don't want to speculate about specific individuals. I will tell you that we have done thousands of interviews, uh, reviewed something like 40,000 video files, of Why? which this is uh, one, uh, assessed 500-something tips, have you interviewed uh, that the person? Devices. We we have conducted all logical investigative steps. Have you interviewed steps that and interviewed person? All logical individuals at this well, then point. Then you need it's 900 days. You need to tell us what you found because we're finding stuff you haven't released into the public. In, well, in my remaining minute, I, I want to turn to another issue. Uh, George Hill, former FBI supervisory intelligence analyst in the Boston field office, told us that the Bank of America. Uh, with no legal process, was uh, gave to the FBI gun purchase records uh, with, with no geographical boundaries for anybody that was a Bank of America customer. Is that true? Well, what I do know is that the, uh, a number of business community partners all the time, uh, including financial institutions, share information with us about possible criminal activity. And my did understanding is that that's fully lawful. In the did specific, you, did you in the ask specific for that information? Instance, in the specific instance that you're asking about, my understanding is that that information was shared with field offices for information only, but then recalled to avoid even the appearance uh, of any kind of overreach, but my understanding is that that's a fully lawful process. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know that I dream, I literally dream about these people being on a dirt floor in handcuffs with just a little bit of light coming in, the tiniest little bit of a, 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 of a crack in the wall, 
and where they're sitting there and they're suffering for their crimes against humanity and their crimes against we, the American people, who fund them in a constitutional republic that they have turned into a Marxist democracy where they run everything and the government has grown and bloated and fed on so much that it looks like one of those testosterone birthed cows, you know, that you give them all the steroids and they look just all puffed up and huge. That's what our government is right now. And I dream about watching these people sit there and go, please let me out of here. Let me out of here. And I'd like to have a camera on them 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. So the American people can watch them suffer as they have watched us suffer. But I guess I'm not the judge or the jury or the executioner. And I will leave that judgment to God. I'm just telling you, I dream about those days. Let's go to the LFA family chat, the live chat. If you are not part of the live chat, I pray that you can get a Rumble account so you can be part of the live chat because I love to see new people. Let's see what people have to say. Christopher Ray is garbage. Yes, he is. I believe we have somewhat of a, um, a soundbite for that. Uh, let's see. I think it's called still a piece of garbage. (laughs) Uh, anyway, who else we got? What else we got? Me too, Jeremy. I dream of that day too. I pray for them. God bless you all. Oh, I pray for them too. I pray for them too. I just say, I dream of that. When I go to bed at night sometimes and I think about what these people are doing to us, I, I, I sometimes sit there and go, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice to watch these people just absolutely pay for the crimes that they've done? Um, I vote for the return of the guillotine, especially Tony Fauci, someone said. Amen. Happy birthday to my friend. Somebody's birth, somebody's friend's birthday. Happy birthday to them. I wonder if they're watching. I got to go, you guys. All right, Dwig, see you later. We're glad that you're here now, and we hope you continue to keep coming back. I want them executed, and we watch them. Oof, I don't know about that. I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could watch the execution part. That might be a little bit, t- that might be a little tough. Um, Ray is a piece of crap. Yeah, I mean, there you guys, you guys hit the nail right on the head, right there. You really did. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go uh, to a word from our first sponsor tonight, and that is the wonderful and the great OFP Farms. You know what I love about that? And when you go to their website, check this out. Look at the little goats hopping. Look at that. Join the herd. It says you want to join the herd at OFP Farms. I know I do. Magnesium products, lip balms, lotions, whatever it is, ladies and gentlemen. Have you met the family yet? Have you seen the picture of the family? They're like Holly's family from RMA Apparel. They're regular, everyday people who work hard, blue-collar Americans who are never, ever, ever, ever asking anybody for anything for free, but working hard and helping everybody else. It's truly a great company, ladies and gentlemen. There's the family right there. Look at that. Does that not look like a good old-fashioned American family farm? OFP Farms, ladies and gentlemen, for all your magnesium products. We know there's a lot of people that need magnesium. Look at those beautiful bars of soap, and they're big, too. They're big. They're like this big. They're not small. Goat milk hand and body lotion. Goat milk products. Farm bundles. You can even get Chloe, the stuffed goat, for $12.95. That's actually not a bad price to give your child a present or your grandchild a present. But look at this, folks. Goat milk body butter. Hydrating skin softening and nourishing. Look at this. I mean, look at you got your smack packs of your uh, all your different kinds of lip balm. And you can also read, uh, relieve a review. And, and, and then down here it says, from city slickers to goat farm charm. Ladies and gentlemen, OFPfarms.com, promo code LFA15. Now, I've always been saying promo code LFA, but it's LFA15. It gets you 15% off. Promo code LFA15 as they went from five chickens and a half an acre to what you see today, the American dream. And they watched the show. It's Terry Sue's 48th wedding anniversary. Well, happy anniversary to you, Terry Sue. Many, many, many more to come. God bless you. We love you. Uh, Folks, by the way, someone said cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) Uh, By the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please make sure that you've rumbled the video, and that's just giving it a thumbs up, a like. Now, the thumbs up is right below the title of the show, and I'm going to refresh right now because sometimes the rumble chat thumbs up is a liar. I see 768. 
You guys refresh and tell me what you see too as I move on to the next segment and we're going to be talking about Mr. Poop Pants. Jeremy, you're talking about Joe Biden? No, the other Poop Pants. Jeremy, you're talking about uh, Dianne Feinstein? No, the other person who poops their pants. You're talking about Nancy Pelosi's husband when he got hit in the head with a hammer, Paul Pelosi, and he shattered himself? No, Jerry Nadler, the penguin, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Nadler, the penguin, is now claiming that the FBI whistleblowers that have come forward to, you know, tell on their boss and everybody else that's in the FBI, he's saying that, uh, alleging that they were paid a quarter of a million dollars to testify before Congress. He went on to allege that the money given to them was raised by former Trump aide Cash Patel. Let me just say this before I get into this story. I hope that's true. I hope that Cash Patel did raise a quarter of a million dollars for these FBI whistleblowers. And I would say I would love to raise more money for them. I hope it is true. I hope they got paid. I hope they got paid for the truth, Jerry Nadler. New York Democrat Representative Jerry Nadler accused two FBI whistleblowers of accepting a quarter of a million dollars each to testify before the weaponization subcommittee uh, during the FBI director raised testimony in front of the House Judiciary Committee today. Now, here's why I don't care. One, because their lives are going to be destroyed by the FBI if they already haven't been. Number two, because I would love for you to open up that can of worms. I would love for you to open up that Pandora's box because I would love to go see those neck-tattooed losers who you put on the January 6th committee to sit there and trash President Donald J. Trump and pretend to cry. I would like to see how much money they got true. They got too. And it's not a bribe. They got paid for their services. I say give them more money. Moving on. Cleo the stuffed goat is sold out, says JL Jazz. Is that true? Is OFP Farms in the building? We'll make sure we find out because those are awesome. Quote, Chairman Jordan invited some of these so-called whistleblowers to testify before the weaponization committee in May, Nadler said. As it turns out, actually, he's a little bit more nasally, so let's see if we can. As it turns out, as it turns out, two of the witnesses were ultimately paid 250000 each for their testimony. He went on to allege that the money was given to them was raised by Cash Patel. Oh, I hope that's true. I hope that's true. Now, Jody, or excuse me, Jason, not Jody, Jason Foster, the founder of Empower Oversight, a nonprofit that represents the government whistleblowers, said via social media that Nadler's claims were simply untrue. Quote, it is, re, it is reprehensible for a member of Congress to attack our client, FBI whistleblower Marcus Allen, with bogus accusations, Foster said on Twitter. Far from profiting, he's had to deplete his family's retirement savings to survive. And that's why I hope they get all the money in the world. Let's fund these FBI whistleblowers. Now, going back to the hearings today, Jim Jordan did actually say something that was absolutely hilarious where he kind of gave, uh, kind of dug in a nice shot at, uh, at Mr. Poop Pants, Jerry Nadler himself. Uh, do we got that? Yeah, there it is. Okay, <laughs> roll this. And we'll continue this kind of work essential to the safety of our nation. I thank the chairman and I yield back. Gentleman yields back. Just for the record, the pronunciation of the former assistant director in charge of the Washington field office is Dan Tuano, something that ranking member might have known if he'd actually shown up at the deposition like I did. <laughs> hey, hey, Representative Jim Jordan, that was hilarious. Maybe he would have known how to pronounce the name of that individual correctly if he'd showed up to the deposition like I did, but he was probably too busy uh, getting his diaper cleaned. Unbelievable. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to switch gears here real quick and talk about uh, Vladimir Zelensky, or at least I would like to let our good friend Roseanne Barr talk to us a little bit about Vladimir Zelensky. Let's see what Roseanne Barr has to think about Vladimir Zelensky, and then I'll play you a video of Vladimir Zelensky thanking you for all your money, all of my money, all of Hazel Kitty's and Nancy's and J-Law's and C.L. Burns, all of your money. So let's share the video and let's roll the clip by Roseanne Barr. Here we go. From the Ukraine, the Ukrainian 
the Ukrainian, there is a large faction of Nazis. I don't know if you know this, but there's a large amount of Nazis in the Ukraine, and they actually killed my whole family. Um, I'm from the Ukraine, and they marched my entire family, grandmothers, great-grandparents, ten siblings out into the forest and buried them alive in the Ukraine. So I don't understand why everybody's Ukraine. Well, I do understand, and that's also what terrifies me. People better wake up and do some research on their own instead of buying what comes across on the screen. And I try to shake them up, Pierce. You're goddamn right I do. I try to shake them up and crack their, their mind control programming. I do it for God. Well, Well, here's what I would say to that. I don't agree with you uh, about uh, a lot of the stuff you said about Ukraine. I know what you said, and you're perfectly entitled to your views. I would say in relation to the suggestion that they're all a bunch of Nazis... You haven't seen the swastikas on on those soldiers' arms. It's in the news. The President Zelensky himself is Jewish, so obviously he is de facto not a Nazi. I know, but he's not a good one. Are are all Jews the same? For God's sake, talk about anti-Semitic. Just because the guy's a Jew doesn't mean he likes Jews or that he's doing anything good for the Jews. I mean, so what? Who cares what anybody is? That was the whole point of my tweet. Just because they're just because they're skin folk don't mean they're kin folk. You know what I mean? Just because they're the same color as you don't mean they ain't trying to lock your ass up. Wake up, people! Ladies and gentlemen, Roseanne Barr, based, based, based. The only thing I had an issue with is using the Lord's name in vain and in the next sentence say I'm doing this for God. But I'm not here to judge. She was right on everything else she said. Based. Is Roseanne not based for that? But I did not know that about Roseanne's family. And she's 100% right. Ukraine is filled with swastika-loving, publicly-waving, swastika-loving Nazis. Okay? Which brings me to my next topic that I want to talk about really quick here before shifting gears to, to more about Volodymyr Zelensky. If white supremacy, since we're talking about Nazis here, if white supremacies, and please share the video, guys. I'd really love to get to 4,000. If you've not done that yet, please do so. If white supremacy is the biggest threat to our nation, then why aren't the white supremacists out there claiming to be white supremacists? If you think about white supremacy and you look it up, it means that you claim to be superior over everyone else. So if somebody has that kind of mindset, do you really think they give a damn if you call them racist or not? Don't you think that there would be white people out there saying white power, white power, white power, down with the Jews, down with the blacks, down with the Hispanics, down with everybody? Where are they? If, and I'm saying if, if, if Christopher Ray and Merrick Gardenome Garland are correct... And they're saying that white supremacy is the biggest threat to the nation. Then why don't I see it? I see BLM burning things down. I see Antifa. I see Fed boys. I see COVID-19. I see people dying of AIDS. I see cancer. I see riots. I see murders. I see invasions. Do you know what I don't see? I don't see one damn person out there saying white supremacy. And if there was, there would be. Because that's the whole point. To spread that sickness. To be a supremacist means they are proud of it. When the Ku Klux Klan was around, they certainly were proud of it. The reason why you don't see it is because it's not real. And ladies and gentlemen, I would like to give the Smarty Award of the day, not for using the Lord's name in vain, but I'm sure he will forgive her. I'd like to give the Smarty Award of the day, start that drum roll. To Roseanne Barr because she was so based, she laid it out perfectly. Roseanne Barr, no, not Bill's wife. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why people are talking about Bill Barr's wife. Is her name Roseanne as well? So let's get back to Vladimir Zelensky again, who she is correct. Just because you're skin folk don't mean you're kin folk. <laughs> That's an old saying. That's like saying we go way back like four flats on a Cadillac, if anybody in here knows that saying. But she's right. And she's right about that fake Jew loser, scumbag, pile of nothing, Vladimir Zelensky. This is him thanking you for your money. I know it's all your money, he says. I know it's money, but you're paying for us to not die. So it's worth it. You don't believe me? 
Just watch. You gave us huge support. I want to thank to all Americans who understand that it's more than 43 billion for today. It's big support, and I understand that it's all your money, but but you have to know that you spend this money for for not not just for fighting. You spend this money for our lives, and I think that we save. The, the lives for, for, for Europe and for, for all the world. And you gave yeah, I'd like to thank you. He says, thank you. It's $43 billion to today. Uh, no, you little tiny loser. It's not $43 billion. It might be $43 billion in cash, but it's over $200 billion in cash, food, water, ammunition, and everything else. And guess who pays for that? Us. So why don't you jack that up a little bit about, I don't know, another uh, 75%. That's how much you've taken. You worthless nobody. Give our money back, and we're going to get it back. When Trump comes back to the White House, we're going to take $200 billion out of that worthless land you call Ukraine. But see, the world is too busy attacking Mike Lindell and Donald Trump and Steve Bannon and Jeremy Harrell. Speaking of Mike Lindell, they're attacking him again. More lies pushed by the local media in Minnesota about Mike Lindell and my pillow. You wouldn't believe what they're saying about the guy now. They just won't leave him alone. And you know why they won't leave him alone? Because he will not drop the election fraud rolling. I'm going to tell everybody right now, this is breaking news. This is the biggest lie in history they just told you. I've spent the last three hours on the phone with reporters calling me because they think they got dirt on my pillow. WCCO, shame on them. They're our local. Them, the Minneapolis Star and Tribune called me. All this suppression. They sit there, another attack. My pillow lost this money. Let's start there, Brandon. We're going to start there. Uh, A, my pillow did not lose $5 million. They're not the ones that they even that even involved. It's called Lindell Management that put on that event. And we have taken the guy to court. They didn't win $5 million. This evidence is the same good evidence we've had. It's sitting there right now. There's no, there's no, this guy didn't win nothing. He had three crooked arbitrators put ruling his, rule this. And we've already proven now this is going to, we're taking it to court. This guy lost right out of the bat. Then he went to an arbitration and he says he won. And then we've taken him to court. So that's one piece right there. This is the big lie of the media. These rotten, horrible news outlets like WCCO right there that just said this, you guys, here's reality. And this is what I told, um, there's an article out there, you could read it, that they're actually, Brandon, there's an article that's out there that actually the reporter listened to what I told him. Um, maybe you can now this find is, I think we- So what they're talking about is they're, they're trying to say that that the five million dollars my pillow lost. They're actually saying that he's auctioning off his equipment, uh, and he and that's his response. The biggest lie in history. My pillow was dropped from lots, of, tons of box stores after the 2020 election. And instead of shutting down his business, Mike started working more closely with sites like this one, so that we could promote for him. And said, "Screw the big box stores." And now my pillow has put up some of their equipment for auction used to package products for the big box stores that they no longer need. That they no longer need. Let me repeat that. The equipment that they're auctioning off was the equipment that they needed for packaging products for the big box stores. Somebody said, well, Jeremy talks a lot of S-H-I? I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's a good way or a bad way, but yes, I do. So he doesn't need this equipment anymore. Let me ask you something. If you don't need something around your house anymore, what do you do with it? Do you keep it? Do you look at it? You sit there and go, wow, I wish I could do something with that, but I don't want to. No, you sell it or throw it away. What are the, see, these, these are the way these disgusting people work. So you know what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, each of us tonight, and, and you don't have to use my promo code. You can use anybody's promo code. This actually was not a segue into this. I was just telling you about Mike, Mike and Dell. But now I'm a little pissed. Now I'm a little pissed. 
So I'm going to buy some stuff. What am I going to buy tonight? We have the towels. What do I, what, what don't I have? Let me look through. I have the robes. I have the slippers. I have the towels. I have the mattress topper. Ooh, you know what I don't have? I don't have the MyPillow sandals. I don't have the MyPillow sandals. I have the MyPillow blanket. What else don't I have? Ooh, I don't have the, I don't have the, uh, the sleepwear, the loungewear. My wife does, but I don't. But I do have those body pillows. Ooh, those body pillows. Has anybody got one of those body pillows? Like, I'm telling you what, man. I'm telling you what. But anyway, promo code LFA or, or promo code Frontline for Ben or promo code uh, Captain Deplorable or promo code Will. or pro- I don't care what it is. Let's just prop that man up. These people every time. I don't know why they do it every time we get them. Every time. Every single time. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is 52 minutes past the hour. I do have to go to another sponsor right now. And that next sponsor is Gold Co., ladies and gentlemen. Gold Co. And, um, you know, I know, there's a, I know that we're getting less and less money. We're getting less and less pay. We're, getting le- we're, we're seeing our savings dwindle if we even had any. Half the people watching the show do not even have a savings. Me and my wife have a savings. You know how much is in it? $2,000. <laughs> $2,000 in our savings, Eli. Woo! We're doing great, aren't we? Hey, at least we have something, and I can be blessed for that. I'm blessed for what God gives me. But for those who have considerably more, try talking to Gold Co. You can do a Gold Co. live chat right on their website at goldco.com slash live. Okay? You can call them by calling um, 855-559-3433. Or, ladies and gentlemen, you can do all your research yourself. And if you're looking up, if you're looking forward to maybe you want to diversify or maybe you want to switch from 401k, which is just a stock market, into this so it can be more secure until Trump comes back, you can do that. How do you do that? Super, super simple. I always got it pulled up right here for you. There it is. Secure your nest egg for retirement with actual physical gold and silver. They do have the biggest buyback rate when you go to sell it back and liquidize. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the last time the economy looked like this, gold and silver went through the roof. It's doing the same thing right now. Again, 855-559-3433, goldco.com slash live, okay? Love the sheets. Oh, I know. The sheets are amazing. Next is the weighted blanket. My wife has the weighted blanket, and I absolutely hate weighted blankets, and she takes it with us anytime we go anywhere. So it's like, because the thing's heavy. It's super heavy. Anyway, we don't have a lot of time left, so I'm going to try to skip through a couple of these uh, stories really fast. Number one, Mike, uh, Jeremy, can you get Mike Lindell on the show? Well, Mike's actually been on the show, what, three, three or four times I just haven't had him in a long time. The last time I actually reached out to him, his dad had just died. So, you know. Uh, anyway, Ray Epps is suing Fox News. <laughs> no, I, both of them are stupid. Both of them are stupid. I think we can give both of them the loser. Can we? Can we? I'm a loser. And a dum-dum. I'm a loser. And a dum-dum. And I'm not what I appear to be. And a dum-dum, ladies and gentlemen. Un- both of them are dum-dums. How about that? I hope, I hope Ray Epps does sue Fox News, and then I hope he gets the money from Fox News and helps Fox News get bankrupt even more, and then I can't wait to come along and prosecute Ray Epps, take all the money back, and put him in prison. <laughs> loser versus loser. Choose your warrior. So yeah, Ray Epps is suing Fox News. Who cares? Montana State Library has withdrawn from the American Library Association, uh, citing, citing the reasons why is this, uh, quote, the Constitution forbids association with an organization led by Marxists. Gotta love that. Montana leading the way, ladies and gentlemen. They said they've had enough of the ALA's Marxist ways. So they have now withdrawn and they will no longer be a part of that. And I think more people need to do that, not just in libraries, but definitely in our education systems. I think more education schools need to get away from the National uh, Teachers Association, the National School Board Association. Get rid of all these federal companies, folks. All these federal companies, all these federal bureaucrats, all these federal bureaus, FBI needs to go. There's no reason to have the FBI anymore. There isn't. We have states, and states can manage their own investigations. There's no reason, there's no reason for the DOJ either. Nope. Prosecute them in the state with federal judges. You don't need the uh, DOJ. You don't need the Department of Education. You don't need the Department of Safety. You don't need the Department of uh, the Environment. What is that? The, the Environmental Protection Agency. You don't need the IRS. None of them are needed. It is a bloated government. 
of programs and bureaucracies and bureaucrats and bureaus and alphabet agencies and losers that we don't need. We don't need any of it. We have it so that we can have overlords, so that we can have the illusion of freedom, but we're still living under king monarchy rule. And if you believe otherwise, then you are absolutely naive and you have no idea what we're talking about. No idea. Now, moving on. Great job, Montana. How about Mississippi? Mississippi GOP Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman has installed all Democrats as Senate chairman. That's right. So if you're in Mississippi, you're going to want to know about this quickly. Uh, GOP Lieutenant Governor, he's a GOP. You hear what I said? Mississippi's Republican governor, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman, has spent his time in office collaborating with Democrats. Those are called rhinos. Republican in name only. Leave the H out. Stop talking about the animals. And appointing them powerful positions within the Mississippi State State Senate, choking off the conservative and America First agenda that Mississippians actually voted for, including the parental rights bill. So if you live in Mississippi, I think you might want to, um, I don't know, pick up your phone tomorrow, maybe get on the internet, maybe start. I think that would be a good idea for you if you live in the state of Mississippi. Rhinos, rhinos, rhinos. Now I've got a very, very important video to show you. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Uh, undercover video exposes teachers planning to push gender ideology on their own in clever ways so they can get away with it, ladies and gentlemen. And I'd like to thank producer Eli for finding this video today. He does his research too. Rolling. 200 educators, administrators, and students across New York State attended. There, they broke out into classrooms and discussed how to strategically incorporate gender-based ideology into lesson planning. Here's special education teacher Cynthia Klo from the Albany School District. You can just be, I don't want to use the word insidious. The word I want to use is just quietly disruptive. Disruptive, just disruptive. You know, as a classroom teacher in, in your buildings, you put your little rainbow sticker up. You, I'm not saying everybody come out and be like, ooh, guess what? You don't have to do all that. You can just do it on a quiet little, a book you read, the language you use in your classroom, the opening of your kids' minds to, to other opportunities, to other pathways, to just letting your kids know that your classroom is a safe space. Even those things, I mean, you could read, you know, I, Johnny has two mommies if you want to. You could read um, on, on the book reading day, it's like February 2nd, you could read the jazz story um, or have, you know, your drag queens come in and read the jazz story if you want. Have drag queens come in and read the drag story. So what they're doing is they're scheming behind closed doors to get around things like uh, affirming gender and, and all this gender, this gender, that stuff. So they're going to get around it. I'm going to talk more about that tomorrow. But before we go, I had to play the video of Joe Biden versus the teleprompter again, folks. Got to play it. It's funny, but it's not. Roll it. Soon NATO will be the 32nd freestanding, have free, 30 free, 32 freestanding <laughs> members standing together to defend our people and our territory. Say, so, so he's saying soon NATO will have 32 members, freestanding members. Soon. Ukraine? Hmm. I don't know. But what I do like is the fact that CNN is actually starting to call out Joe for anything at all, but in this case, his four-year-old granddaughter that he does not want anything to do with. No, this is... This is a story that is sad and disturbing on so many levels. It's complicated. Families are really, really hard, especially when you have issues that uh, we have seen uh, in this one. But he's also the president, and he, again, he also has a political brand. And I think the striking thing in that great Katie Rogers piece, if you haven't read it, you should read it, um, is that this is all, all revolving around a four-year-old who has knowledge of who her paternal grandfather is and that i think is is the is the hard thing to reconcile both politically and just you know reading it as a human on this earth it is just it, it is so incongruent to what we who we've been told joe biden is for ever you know this is so that's just them saying hey 
That's the that's the start. Watch watch over the next few months. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got to go because Will Johnson and Culture Wars has already started, and I'm running into his time. Will, I apologize. Thank you guys for being here tonight. We really appreciate it. Make sure you guys go to fieldofgreens.com. Get your field of greens. Visit jeremyharrell.com. Become a donor if you can. Check out the store. We got a lot of amazing deals. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest down, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you all. Keep your families safe. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. Peace out, guys.